Non-citizens are going to determine the outcomes as New York City has given them the right to vote. That according to the Federation for American Immigration Reform President Dan Stein, as he issued a statement just hours after New York City by a vote of 33 to 14, City Council passing a measure known as Our City, Our Vote. New York City becoming the largest municipality in the United States to allow non-citizens to vote in local elections. You do not have to be an American citizen to vote now in New York City. Joining us is Dan Stein. Again, he is the president of the Federation for American Immigration <clears throat> Reform. Dan, it's good to have you on KDK. How are you? Great to be here. When you heard this news, this is something that you know we knew that the vote was coming on Thursday. It was coming on Thursday, and it just kind of seems like it passed, and we haven't heard much of anything about it since then. Why? Well, we live in a society where one-sided issues are now the norm in terms of news coverage. The legacy media, many, most cases, no longer want to provide all sides of a debate or even both sides of an issue. And, you know, for those media around New York City, like the New York Times or, or what have you, I mean, they just, uh, they don't really want to cover these kinds of issues and give the alternative side. But th I mean, this, this has been actually something that's been percolating for about 20 years. Jamie Raskin, who back in those days was a professor of constitutional law here in D.C., was agitating to have Tacoma Park, Maryland, enfranchise so-called non-citizens. And they've been trying in state and city after city to try to make this happen. And, you know, it kind of proves something that we've all known for some time. That's that mass immigration is really a political power grab by one party. <clears throat> Let's go back to ancient Greece and the whole notion of the Enlightenment, that what is a citizen? What does a citizen mean? It means you're an office holder in a democracy. It means that you are a participant in the political self-determination of your community that has distinction in a democracy as something special and important. People who have not become citizens are citizens of other countries. And what the New York City Council has done, perhaps in violation of their state constitution, is said that citizens of other countries should be determining the outcome of municipal and local elections in New York City. Dan, when we look at this, I mean, the vote was 33-14. The city council passed that measure in New York City by a, almost a, more than a two-to-one margin. I mean, it's it's not a surprise that this went right down party lines, and it's a Democratic-controlled city council. They have every right to do that. But we're looking at 47 people allowing now perhaps 800,000 people an opportunity to vote without citizenship in the United States. It seems to me that there are constitutional issues that are going to challenge this immediately. Does this ever even happen? It's very possible that it's going to happen at the local level. And there is actually some precedent going back 100 years or almost 100 years for some states allowing what were back then a very small number of non-citizens to vote in certain kinds of local elections. But in the end, to actually go down the road of enfranchising citizens of another country. I mean, they're not, they're not people who at, at any point have actually demonstrated a, a, actually a plan to become naturalized. I mean, they, if you're a permanent resident alien, you can remain in that status indefinitely while you vote in your own country. So keep in mind that these are people who, 
who will be voting in their own countries as well as in New York City elections. And the thing is, you can bet this is not going to stop here. The agenda, they call it the ratchet, right, of the left, is always to keep pushing and pushing and pushing. They're not going to be satisfied with just New York City. Even if this is briefly set back, they're going to try to take advantage of federal loopholes that allow states to give the vote to citizens of other countries in their states because the Constitution leaves these things up to the states to determine the voting rules. Now, if the state Constitution doesn't allow it, obviously it can't change under local law right. or state law without changing the state constitution. Correct. And that's probably the case in New York state of New York, but we will have to litigate that. And the question is, why do we want to litigate it? If you're, if you're a citizen in New York city or Pittsburgh, why would you want to have your elections determined by people who don't, in many cases may not even have the intention of living there permanently. CNN's coverage of the story last week says non-citizens who have lived in the city for at least 30 days and are legal permanent residents in the U.S., including green card holders, individuals with workers' permits, and DACA holders, will be allowed to vote in city elections, including mayor, public advocate, borough president, and city council. I mean, we have heard it argued forever and ever that all politics is local, that if we want to get something done, try to change it at the local level. Do you see this as being just the first step, Dan? Well, yeah, but keep in mind, they're not when non-citizens is a misnomer. They are citizens of other countries. When we call them non-citizens, is a euphemism for aliens. An alien is someone who is not a U.S. citizen who's inside the United States. They are non-citizens here, but they're citizens of other countries. More importantly, when you include people like people with work authorization or people with parole, people who are here under uh, deferred action, these are not green card holders. These aren't even people who manifested an intention to reside in this country permanently. People who get work authorization may be simply people who filed a phony asylum claim two months ago and they were just paroled into the country. These are not people with any political attachment to the society. I mean, what people need to listen to here is this is part of an overarching power grab that has been embarked upon by the Biden administration to try to change the electorate to essentially create one party dominating political control for the next hundred years. And that's why they're pushing this mass amnesty and the Build Back Better plan. That's why they're not controlling the borders. This whole thing is a big power grab. And this is just one element in their entire agenda. Dan Stein joining us again, president of the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Dan, thank you for speaking your mind on the subject matter and letting us know what, uh, what you're hearing across the country. We appreciate it. Good to be with you. Thank you. Dan Stein here on KDKA.